Welcome to Take Notice, Amplifying Black Stories. I'm your host, Allison Preisinger-Heggins. The mission of this project is to take notice, to listen, to hold space by amplifying Black stories, experiences, and voices. Conversations on family life, finding joy, and interests of folks in our country who encounter racism on a daily basis. A portion of these discussions will be dedicated to holding space for guests who are comfortable sharing their personal experiences with racism. Stories help us all learn and connect. We are here to listen, to take notice. Thank you for being with us. Now let's take a moment to recognize, to take notice of the voices that are so often unheard. Land acknowledgement statements are an important part of honoring those whose land we now live and work on. I have chosen to begin each episode this way to spark ideas and keep these conversations in the front of our minds so that we may learn how to do better. I would like to acknowledge the land on which this episode was created. I would like to show gratitude to the traditional ancestral land of the Snoqualmie, Showwater Bay, and Chinook tribes, recognizing that these names are not the original names of the people of these areas. As I continue to learn how to better acknowledge Native people of these lands, I will adjust the wording of the beginning of each episode. I encourage listeners to research the land on which you live and are listening right now. Recognizing this is just the beginning. Welcome to another episode of Take Notice, and thank you for being here with us. This week is our continuation of the last episode a couple weeks ago featuring micro-interviews that we recorded recently at Black Coffee Northwest in Shoreline, Washington last month. You may have noticed uh, in the last episode and in this one that I sounded a little different in the episode, um, and maybe it's obvious, but uh, I forgot to mention that I was masked up while I was interviewing, uh, so my voice sounds a little muffled, and uh, that's why I sound a little bit different. We want to thank everyone who participated in, in this part of the project. It was a great way to get out into the community and hear some some additional stories and We look forward to hopefully being able to do full interviews with some of the folks that we met at Black Coffee last month. This week, we have Antoinette Hamilton of Nefertiti Holistics, a student named Melanie, Rachel Thabier, who does the social media and is a barista at Black Coffee Northwest, and the manager of Black Coffee Northwest, Malia. We are getting close to the end of our first season with the Take Notice Amplifying Black Stories project. We will have two more episodes in June, one that will include some clips that we weren't able to fit into the original episodes with our guests from the season. And our final episode will be a conversation with Darius Higgins. He's a previous guest and a contributor to this project on many levels, including being my partner. We will discuss what it was like to get this project off the ground, questions that came up in the process, and where to go from here. Thank you for listening and supporting this project. Please share around if you have the opportunity. Uh, Be sure to subscribe if you haven't already and check out our website and social media also if you have the chance. Please enjoy my conversations with Antoinette Hamilton, Melanie, Rachel Thabier, and Malia. Testing, testing. All right. Thank you for joining me for a micro interview for Take Notice. You're welcome. Can you tell me what your name is and spell it out for me? Uh, my name is Antoinette, spelled A-N-T-O-I-N-E-T-T-E. Awesome. And what is it that you do? Um, I am a student in school for project management and small business and entrepreneurship. I am a mother, and I am the CEO of Nefertiti Holistics, which is a crystal and metaphysical store. 
Awesome. Where did you grow up and who were you surrounded by growing up? Um, I grew up in the central area of Seattle, in the heart, in the thick of it. And um, I grew up, of course, with my brothers, uh, my brother and my sister and my mom. But um, when I think about what I was surrounded by, I was surrounded by the hood. <laughs> I was surrounded by the neighborhood. The, you know what I'm saying? The neighborhood raised us, and they did all right. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Yeah, central area of Seattle, so like the CD area? Yes. Or, okay. <laughs> Can you describe a moment of, of when you felt joyful? A moment, I remember when I felt joyful, I guess I'll use uh, last night, for example. Um, I was in class, and um, we the quarter just started, so we had uh, groups that we had um, established at the beginning of the quarter, which was about 10 days ago. Well, last week we had a meeting and I was not there. So I was already feeling like anxious yesterday to go into this meeting. Like they're like, she's going to be the slacker. And then I jumped into the meeting and I just, you know, so I did all this research and everything. And I just start talking and everybody's just stuck like, well, we're glad somebody knows something. <laughs> like somebody's, somebody's understanding. And so that made me feel really good because instead of being behind, like I thought, I was a couple steps ahead already. So um, yeah. that was a really good feeling. Oh, I bet. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And did you say, maybe you already said this, but what are you going to school for again? Project management. Yeah, project management and small business and entrepreneurship. So I'm doing like a dual program right now. Okay. And is the goal to be able to help uh, Nefertiti Holistic? Yes, or? it is for my own personal enrichment. Awesome. That's really great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So we're meeting at Black Coffee in Shoreline, Washington. Um, what does this space mean to you? Okay, so... This is my second time at Black Coffee Northwest. And uh, my first time here was last weekend, which also happened to be Nefertiti Holistic's first event. And the amount of love <laughs> that we received, um, not only you know from, from this place, from the, the people that visited, um, just the atmosphere here, um, it was a very joyful time for us. It'll, it's an experience we'll never forget. And um, I can say that Black Coffee Northwest basically opened up the doors for Nefertiti Holistic, and it will be a, uh, you know, trademark in our timeline forever. <laughs> so this place um, is now a very, very important place to us. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's really great. I didn't realize it was so soon. That's wonderful. Yes, <laughs> very awesome. So I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that they're here. And... Um, I hope anybody who's in the area definitely takes the time to stop by, even if it's not even for coffee, just to come in and, and, and hang out and see you know, what it's all about and buy some merchandise, whether it's from one of the vendors or a black coffee teacher or just all the black empowerment um, merchandise they have around here. Is, it's just, it makes me feel really good to see it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Is there anything else on your heart or mind that you would like to share before we um, No, I just want to say thanks for having me, and um, you're welcome as well. And um, just to anybody out there, um, uh, Black Coffee Northwest, please stop by if you get a chance. Please stop by. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is there a spot, like a 
home base for Nefertiti Holistics as well? We do not have a home base yet. Okay. So um, if you want to see us in person, this is a great place to find us on Saturdays. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, good. That's good to know. Yes, thank awesome. you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. You have a great day. You too. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, thanks for joining me for a little micro interview. Can we start out with, what's your name and can you spell it out for me? Uh, my name is Melanie and how you spell it is M-E-L-A-N-I-E. -E. Awesome, thank you. Uh, what is it that you do? Are you a student? Do you work or? Um, I'm a student. I'm a ninth grader. Oh nice, great. Where do you go to school? I go to Chief Self International High School. Did you grow up in Seattle or completely yeah. or just this area where we're specifically? I grew, up, I grew up out here, but then fifth grade year, I moved out south. Mm -hmm. And that's why I go to Chief Self. And who are you surrounded by growing up? My mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my mom and my older siblings and my dad. Nice. How many siblings do you have? Uh, I have three older sisters, one older brother, and then I have two younger sisters and one younger brother. Oh, yeah, big family. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. What do your parents do? Uh, my mom works on the school bus. She's a bus monitor for special ed. And then my dad, he works in the city. He puts concrete in. Puts concrete in? Is that yeah. Oh, nice. Very cool. Awesome. My mom drove a school bus for a while when I was about your age and younger. <laughs> That's awesome. A lot of school bus drivers in my family. <laughs> Very cool. So can you describe a moment or memory where you felt joyful? Um, yesterday, mm. I felt joyful because I went skating with my friends and my family and it was just kind of just this big event that was really fun. Oh, awesome. Where was that? Uh, Southgate. Oh, yeah, okay. I haven't been there, but I've heard about it. Very cool. Awesome. And they're open now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> good. Things are opening back up so you can enjoy them again. Huh? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Good. That's awesome. Very cool. So, we are meeting and doing these interviews at Black Coffee. What does this space mean to you? It means a lot. Uh, I'm... Black Coffee being open, it just really helped me understand that like, there's a place where black kids can go and be accepted. There's not a lot of places out here like that. There's not a lot of places at all where kids could just go and just have fun. And so Black Coffee being open and it being ran by mostly kids or people under the age of 18, it means a lot. It's exciting to be here every Saturday. That's awesome. Good. I'm glad. Is there anything else you would like to share today? Anything on your mind or anything that you're looking forward to? No. No? Well, I'm looking forward to going back to school. Yeah. Are yeah, you all still remote? Yeah. I'm okay. still online. Okay. Do you know when you get to go back to school? Uh, most kids are going back on the 19th this month. Oh, wow. Okay. But 
my mom doesn't want me to go back the, this year. She's waiting till next year so they can get like the whole system of how it's going to work figured out. Sure, that makes sense too because it's April, so you'd only have a couple months anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a bummer, but makes sense for sure. Yeah. Well, you'll get back to it. Sophomore year will be the one, right? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Melanie. That's just our short little interview for the day. I appreciate you spending the time. Thank you. It's great to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for sitting down and joining me for a little micro interview for Take Notice between your your shift uh, up at the up at the coffee bar there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah. Can you let us know what's your name and can you spell it out for me? Yes, my name is Rachel Thabier. It's spelled R A C H E L and then last name Thabier T H A B I O R. Thank you. Uh, what is it that you do? So I'm a barista here at Black Coffee, and I also help out Michaela with the social media. Nice. Um, I love making coffee. I've been making coffee since I was like 16. And then I'm also a student, and I'm studying marketing. So it's like perfect that I'm helping, that I'm doing like social media marketing. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That is perfect. Wonderful. Where did you grow up, and who are you surrounded by? I grew up in this area in like northern Seattle, and... To be honest, I was surrounded by a lot of white people, um, which is something that, like, when you're, I feel like it's only something that I've noticed recently, that how it, like, really affects you, mm-hmm. especially as, like, a black woman. Um, yeah, I went to, like, predominantly white schools mm-hmm. all growing up, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that can be a different experience, I imagine. For sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things that you have to, like, unlearn and realize that, like, you were, like, kind of conditioned to think and feel a kind of, like, a way. Like, for example, imposter syndrome. Like, I feel like because I went to predominantly white schools, I kind of suffer from imposter syndrome a little bit. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In in work or in... Definitely in work. Mm-hmm. Just, like, feeling like, like, I, like, if I get, like, really cool opportunities, feeling like I didn't work hard enough for them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or like I don't deserve them in a way. Mm, yeah. yeah. That's a hard one. Yeah, I can understand that. It's tough. Describe a moment or a memory of when you felt joy or joyful. Whenever I'm with my friends, I love to laugh. Mm-hmm. Kind of a jokester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whenever or like even like our meetings, like our Tuesday and Thursday meetings, we have so much fun. Like we just kind of laugh for like four hours. It's really fun. That's <laughs> awesome. That's great. So we're meeting at, of course, you know this coffee shop because you work here. So yeah. we're meeting at Black Coffee in Shoreline. What does this place mean to you? Um, this is definitely just a space where I feel like I can be completely myself and I don't have to adjust or like kind of shape myself to fit in in some sort of way. Yeah, it's just a shape where I, I mean, a space where I feel like we can just like unapologetically be black like loudly and proudly Mm. yeah that's awesome that's so so beautiful i'm really i love that answer (laughs) thanks for sharing that yeah well thank you for sitting down thank you for having me thank you
can you tell me what's your name and can you spell it out for me? Yeah, my name is Maylia. Everyone calls me May. My full name is spelled capital M. A-E capital L-E-A. What is it that you do? Are you a student or do you work or? I am the manager here at Black Hawk Northwest. I manage the shop, the baristas, pretty much the reason why the flow is, that's kind of me. Awesome. <laughs> I'm currently not a student. I work here. Um, I make coffee or I'm cleaning the lobby or building something or I'm like behind the scenes. So. I pretty much work as much as I can. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, keep busy. There was already people waiting at the door when I got here, so yeah. you're doing a good job. <laughs> I, I try to keep that coming every week as much yeah. as possible. Yeah, awesome. All right, so where did you grow up and who were you surrounded by? I grew up in kind of like the uh, south side of Washington, um, and I was pretty much just surrounded by my my family. Like, I, my family is pretty much based around a lot of independent women, mostly, so that's what I grew up around, is independence and knowing how to do something and doing it 100% and just keep doing it, not until you love it, but doing it so much that you love it too much. And so that, that's pretty much what I did and I never really knew what I was interested in until I started making coffee and I was like, I can do this. And so I found my own independence by making my own money by finding out what I like to do on my own, and then going up the scale from there, from employee to like assistant to now I'm a full course manager and it's just me doing it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. And in a short amount of time, right? Oh, a very short amount of yeah. time, yeah. I was working at a different coffee shop for about three months and that pretty much went very downhill there. Very disrespectful, um, terrible management. I just was like, I can't do this. And then Darnisha kind of picked me up after I fell. And I worked here for about two days. And she said, you're really good at your job. And we'd like to give you a promotion. Oh, wow. And she promoted me to shift lead. And then she saw that I, I needed to be more than that. So then she made me manager. And so that all happened in the course of two months. I became manager. And then now I'm going on my 10th month making coffee so wow. yeah very short amount that's of time quick. that's awesome <laughs> thank congratulations you. That's thank really you so awesome. much very cool can you describe a moment or a memory when you felt joyful oh there's so many nowadays honestly i mean most of my time when i was younger i did suffer from like depression and anxiety i mean i still do but it was a little more harsh back then but as i gradually like figured out how to love myself and love what I'm doing and realize that it's okay to stay alive. It's okay to wake up and want to be happy that I woke up. So I don't really have a memory or a moment. It's kind of like every time I wake up, I'm, I'm happy that I actually chose to woke up, wake up today. And I was telling um, a, a girl yesterday who's also struggling with depression, and she asked me, she's like, how do you stay happy all the time? I said, I, you know, I just... I decide when I want to be happy, and I decide when I want to be sad, and it's not a matter of like people telling you, why are you so sad, just be happy. Mm -hmm. It's like, what if I don't want to be happy today? Like, what if I want to be sad? So every every memory, every moment, every time I come in here, I'm just, I'm happy. I get to do what I like to do. I like to, 
talk to people I like to talk to. Like, I get to choose my family, and not a lot of people get to do that. So I got to choose mine. So whenever I'm here, that's my joyful moment, mm. truly. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's such a great answer. Thank yeah. you. It's so beautiful that you're able to to be in the spot to help yeah. other other people around you. That's yeah, really I just great. like it. It it kills me that depression goes into like the younger people so much quicker than it used to. It used to be something that you'd have to discover, but now I have like. 10 year old 11 year old 12 year old mm. kids coming to me and they're like i'm depressed mm. so i'm like how do you how do you know that like right. why, why do you know that yeah. you should not know what that feels like because I, I remember being young and i the every chance i got to be on the playground i, I would go play i wasn't worried about friends i wasn't worried about who noticed me what i look like what i dress like i was worried like i like the swings mm-hmm. i want to go on the swings <laughs> and i was just happy all the time and it doesn't really take toll until you get older is what I always thought but like kids these days they just are sad mm-hmm. and they see what's going on right now and they don't have another choice but to be sad and it kind of it kind of sucks <laughs> I'm not gonna lie right. and I mean um, yesterday I was talking with our interns up at Black Coffee and one of them said she's like you see I want to be happy but I just like to argue and I was like, I said, it's okay to argue. I say argue, but find find the time to argue. Mm. Like, put that energy into things that need to be argued about. Like, you see everything that goes on right now, argue about it. Because if you see someone who s- sucks and doesn't know what they're talking about, like, argue about it. But don't argue over things that you're just going to waste your time over because that's the core of, like, where stress comes from. That's the core of where depression comes from because you're pinned down on one thing and your mind focuses on that one thing until it becomes really sad mm-hmm. and I, it took a long time to notice that mm-hmm. for me because I, I struggle from anxiety and stress disorder and I struggle from depression and it hits me like a truck mm-hmm. <laughs> every time yeah. but I choose when I want to stand in front of that truck I choose when I want to get hit by that truck and yeah it's here but if I can control it, I know I'll be okay. So when I when I think of like joyful times or things that make me happy, like of course they make me happy, but sometimes they make me only happy for a split second. If you like think about that moment and you focus on reliving that moment a million times, I feel like you could be joyful a million times. And you'll, that's all you'll want to feel for the rest of your life. And that's that's pretty much what I just try to do. I like I'm sad. So I come to work. Like a lot of people hate their job. Luckily, I really like my job. Luckily, I really like where I am. And, you know, adults will say to you all the time, like, you're going to hate your job. It is what it is. Right. Like, um, no, thank you. I feel like everyone can find something they really like to do and get paid for it on top of that. And, like, I'm a living example of that. I found something I really like to do, and now I get paid to do it. Yeah. And, and I'm not in college. I don't have to be in college to do that yeah that's the best part in my opinion yeah of like where i am right now Mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah that's sorry i talk a lot (laughs) no like i said i'm glad i'm okay with it (laughs) you're great i loved your answers so that's wonderful yeah um you maybe already answered this in a way but i'll still ask you so we are meeting and doing these interviews at the new coffee shop that Mm -hmm. of course you are aware of yeah (laughs) so uh what does this what does this space mean to you Oh, it's, 
there's only so many things I can say. This this space to me is like safety, and it's not like it's not a crutch. This this is my this is my home. If I could sleep here, I would honestly and truly. Like before I I started to work here, I didn't really. I wasn't in touch with the fact that I'm an African-American woman in America because they only teach you so much in school. They only tell you so much. and But they don't really tell you that after high school you have to figure it out yourself. I mean, they tell you, like, yeah, we're going to throw you in the real world and you'll have to figure it out. But they never really tell you, like, how to do that, when to do that, when it's going to happen, when you'll have to do that, and things like that. But when I came here and I saw all the things like the arson and the swastikas I was like this is ridiculous like people actually don't like the fact that we're successful and that's crazy mm-hmm. in my opinion because mm-hmm. I mean I've always been told like as long as people are mad at you for being happy you're doing it right mm-hmm. like if you're happy and people are mad at you for it keep doing it because eventually people are just going to get tired and not want to deal with it anymore mm-hmm. and when I came here and I saw what was happening I mean at the beginning a lot of customers came up to the to the window and would just say the most negative things oh. all because they were mad huh. and I'm just like you came here for a cup of coffee it's like you wasted the 30 minutes out of your day to come to one out of a million coffee shops in Washington just to tell me something negative hmm. and you still paid for your coffee so like I honestly I think it's ridiculous mm-hmm. but this, this is my, I just know, like, Darnisha has our back all the time. And that's where the safety comes from. That's where the security comes from. And even Erwin, he's, like, my favorite person on earth. I, like, I talk to him, and I know it's going to be okay. I come in here, I know it's going to be okay. I make coffee, I know it's going to be okay. And people usually, like, see me on bar, and they're like, that doesn't make you anxious? And I'm like, it just cures my anxiety, because I know what I'm doing at all times. It'd be different if I didn't know what I was doing and I was thrown in and I had to figure it out, but I know what I'm doing and that that cures me every single day. And like I mentioned before, I used to work at another coffee shop and they were extremely just not really noticing that I am a black woman, I'm not just a woman. And they used the fact that I was a woman against me. And it, it just took a lot in me to get away from there because they paid money and I'm like I'm 17 I like money but it, it was it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it at all like I was working a, a grave shift by myself oh. in a stand no bigger than a kitchen with one machine and it's just me and it's from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. on Aurora wow like, yeah I'm that's just, not good like on Aurora <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's just like I never knew what being by myself felt like until I, I got that job mm-hmm. and it was probably the worst feeling I've ever felt in my life because I already felt alone already with what I was going through through high school and middle school I already felt like I was alone I was by myself and I, I couldn't do it and I was tired my feet hurt my back hurt and I felt like I was 50 and I should not have to feel like that when I'm young. And when I come here, my feet hurt and my back hurt, but because I was doing something productive, I was putting smiles on other people's faces, I was making connections, I was trying new things, doing something I've never done before. 
And it, I live for the customers that come up to the window and they ask for me. They ask for my name. They know who I am. They know what I look like. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never would have thought I would have gotten here. I, I, not without this place. I don't think I would have ever gotten to where I am today. And I just think about it and I, I cry sometimes because it's, it's good. It's, it's a good cry. You feel okay here. When you come in here and you hear the music that you probably hear right now, <laughs> and like all the people, and you see them sitting in our furniture, ordering the exact words that are on our menu, like the Africano or the Karen or a Blackachino. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's so cool. Like, people know us. And now we have the drinks on t shirts that people are going to be wearing forever. And you never really know how much of a difference you really make until you come in here. Like, every customer means something. That's why we have regulars. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, I don't even know how to put it into words. Sure. Even yeah. though I've been talking for five minutes. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, it's a feeling that you really have to, you have to come in here and you have to experience. Because you step in here and it's not like outside. It's kind of like a, a relief type of thing. Like, you've been walking for hours, but now that you're in here, you get to relax. Mm-hmm. Everyone's smiling. Everyone's happy. I get to be not only my own person, but I get to be a black African-American woman working in leadership, making money with my name out there. And I want to be that type of advocate for all the young little black women who want to do the exact same thing. I want everyone to figure out what they love to do and like do it, like pursue it and keep doing it. Don't let anyone tell you that you're going to hate your job. If you hate your job, why are you working there? Right. I like never understood that. And I'll preach that for the rest of my life. Like always find something you want to do. Always find people you want to be around. Always just pursue the things that are worth pursuing. Because being in your job and hating it, it's just it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. But like in here, I'm I don't know, I could be here for weeks and not go home yeah. and I would still be okay at the end of the day and I, awesome. I mean if this ever reaches anybody which I really hope it does mm-hmm. I want everyone to just come in here and experience the kind of happiness because it's so different than going in a regular cafe it's it's a it's like gosh I like can't wait to go to black coffee today I can't wait to go to work can't wait to make coffee today and I, yeah I just I need everybody to come out here yeah. and experience this. Yeah. It's, it's really a different type of thing. I can only imagine when we get different locations. Mm-hmm. And we're I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so exciting. Thing. It's yeah. going to be so good. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's so great. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy for you and so glad that yeah. you found this space to be able to really sink in and use your yeah. skills and grow and it sounds amazing yeah sounds i just can't wonderful. wait to tell everybody about it yeah i, I yeah. always tell people like when i struggle or when i'm going through something or when i'm crying at work the one thing that i always just like i try to remember is like this is going to make a really cool book one day oh sure it's just going to make a <laughs> really great. cool book one day that you will write yes. yeah like yeah even the sad times the the really really good happy times mm-hmm. like I just think, I was like, I can't wait to write a book about this. Yeah. Like, people are going to look me up and I'm going to be on Wikipedia. Everyone's going to press the biography button and see all this stuff that I went through. Yeah. The timelines. And 
I just, you know, like everyone wants people to know your name, but I just want people to know my name for the right reasons. Sure. And yeah. I think I'm going in the in a good direction. Definitely seems yeah. like it. Yeah. Especially being here. Yeah. yeah. I'm only 19. Right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like 19 years old, manager of a coffee shop, and I I get that so much. It's like you're 18. How are you like owning a coffee shop? It's like I don't own it. Mm-hmm. I manage it. But I am best friends with the owner. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be really cool when they're worth a million dollars. And I have their phone number and I can just text them. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so cool. Yeah. Oh that's goodness. awesome. Yeah. Such a great experience. Thanks. So good. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, like, I could listen to you for a while. But I'll let you get back to work. I don't know what you have going on. But... I think I'm pretty much done here. Oh. Well, yeah. Hey. I, I mean, I... I'm guilty as charged. I always find something to do. <laughs> and Understandable. Darnisha, yeah, Understandable. she always tells me that I need to sit my butt down somewhere because I'm always moving. Right. I'm always doing something. Oh. And I'm always like, if you don't see me in one place and you turn around and I'm not there anymore, don't even try and figure out where I am. <laughs> I'm probably outside at this point. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, May. I'm really glad that uh, you sat down to share share your your story and your thoughts and and this will definitely get out to some people so hopefully we'll get that. some folks in here and I, I, I love talking yeah I've never been on a podcast before so this is going to be really cool here's the first yes <laughs> all right that off my bucket list okay awesome <laughs> all right thank yeah. you very much May. thank you Thank you for joining us for Take Notice, Amplifying Black Stories. Please subscribe and follow us on social media. We are at Take Notice Podcast. It would really help us out if you could take a couple of minutes to review our podcast. Thank you for your support. Take Notice, Amplifying Black Stories is produced, hosted, and edited by Allison Preisinger-Heggins, co-produced by Amanda Ray. Music by Version Big Five featuring Darius Heggins. Thank you for being with us, and thank you for taking notice. Saying that